Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hey, everybody, it's your favorite single girl, Andrea Bay, and welcome to Single Girl Problems Podcast, your one-stop shop for real relationship talk on today's show. Well... Would you warn your ex's new partner about them if you had the chance or let them find out on their own? I have a juicy story to tell. Next up, a very thoughtful, I'm doing air quotes, you guys can't see me, gentleman made a list of what makes a woman attractive and the Twitterverse went crazy. We're going to take a look at his list and give our take. And then finally, one bitter divorcee put a billboard up to announce his new fiance just to annoy his ex-wife. God, I love this guy. (laughs) We're going to talk about crazy things we've done to shove it in our ex's face. Or maybe we haven't done that and we're evolved people. But I'm looking around this table and I don't think so. All right, before we get started, a quick reminder. Listener discretion advised. During the show, we will be discussing adult content. This includes bitter betties, revenge, douchebags. Remember that time you dropped Dropped off your ex's stuff, all his favorite stuff at the Goodwill. Oh, yes, honey. We're going to go there to pull up a seat, get your snacks, and strap in. All right, so my guests today are amazing. One of them is married with two adorable babies that I plan on stealing from their beds in the middle of the night. That shouldn't scare you at all. <laughs> uh, first, we have the star of Kim's Convenience on CBC and Netflix, Mr. Andrew Fung. Oh. What a hyped intro. Isn't it? Yeah. I had to give it because that's what your personality is. So no, you make me I feel. love it. I love it. I feel like I'm in a sporting arena right now. Yes. Like you just ran out dribbling a ball. Yeah. You rip off your pants. That's I mean the tearaway, tearaway pants. Tearaway pants. Yes, the tearaway pants. Yeah. All right. That's what I wanted to do. I'm glad you enjoyed that. All right. Next up, we have a bachelor, the resident bachelor expert and live eye reporter on Breakfast Television, Miss Nicole Servinis. Aw, thank you for having me. And she also base. deserves a big, like, but she's a lady, so I didn't want to, like, no, scream. No, it's okay. It's, it sounds just as grand. I feel it. Well, feel you're it. a lady, so I'll just be like, <laughs> Nicole Servinis is also here. How are you guys doing? Great. Great. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. Listen, I'm so glad you guys are here. And we, before we get started, uh, we were, Andrew was just about to start, to start talking about what married sex is like, and I was like, <laughs> I will squash every topic we have just so you can spend the next 45 minutes telling us about what married sex is like. Yeah. Go ahead. We're ready for it. Oh, married sex is like the regular <laughs> sex, but I think I think it's the way you get to the sex that's a little bit different. How like, do you get to it? Well, like... I feel uh, like you have to schedule it. A, yeah, I've a heard bit. that before. Or, or, or like <laughs> earlier in the day, like, 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 uh, like recently, like the other day, um, my, you know, my wife was was looking really fine that day. <laughs> so look at your stuttering. You're like, you're little, 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 your wife is looking fine. She's got your tongue tied. Yeah. <laughs> she does. She does. And 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 I I love my wife so much. And and but the the, the tricky thing is we have two boys that are like endless mm. energy. And and the thing that happens usually is like at, by eight o'clock the boys are in bed and we get in the room and we look <laughs> into each other's eyes and we're like. I Don't love you, me. but I am so tired. <laughs> yeah, and you know she'll be like, "I'm gonna go watch This Is Us," or like, yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm, like "I'm gonna go work on some emails." So where does the sex come in? It comes in. I think. I think what it comes in is like you just come in, like you just. Uh, uh, you you react on on a, any urge you have. So if eight o'clock <laughs> happens and you are feeling it, just 
Just got to go for but it. But where are the kids if you're just feeling it? <laughs> oh, they're, they're in bed. They're in bed. Okay. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Yeah. Where are the kids? Yeah. Don't get sick. There's a lock yeah. on the door, Andrea. Oh, okay. But I think it's I think it's that thing where it's like. Are you still ripping each other's clothes off? Are you still talking dirty to each other? Like, what's the sex? Is it good? Like, I, I was, you know the new sex? Yeah. Oh, I would say what's that. What's the new sex? You know when you just, you know when you just started dating oh, the new sex? sex. Oh, like, you said. And you're undressing her, and she's undressing you, and she's like, I'm going to tear your pants off, and it's all, like, nasty. Like, is it, like, that sex, or is it kind of like, you know, I'm so glad you folded the laundry. Let's do no, this. No. I, I find that because because we're married, and we know each other so well, mm-hmm. it's it's really good, especially when, like, and for us, it's like, we, um, we did sleep training really early on with our boys. Okay. So we get them into a really good bedtime routine. So they were in bed by 7.30, which allowed us three or four hours a night to kind of rediscover our marriage and rediscover each other. That's So nice. you're having sex for three to four hours, Andrew? No. Is that uh, what you were telling me? I don't want to say that. Oh I just my. let the audience assume that is the case. Listen, I'm Hashtag for your wife. No, no. Hashtag no. Don't. Hashtag too long. Too long. Hashtag get off my back. Yeah. Hashtag come already. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, I find that it's, just, it's, a, nice, it's a nice time for her and I just to be together. Yeah. And so uh, w- without getting into too many details, like um, it's been really nice to just yeah. like rediscover our relationship, mm-hmm. our love for one another. Um, and, and you know, I, I always say like when you're in, in, in marriage, I, I hate the jokes that come. You know, people give people jokes about being married. Like, yeah. oh, you got ball and chain. It's the or, worst. It's Your the life's worst. over, all that crap. It's the worst. Mm-hmm. And I, what I love is rediscovering my relationship with my wife and rediscovering our love for one another. And so, but at the same time, if either of us is not down that night, yeah. there's no like, there's no sadness. It's just like I get it. Do you have yeah. a safe word if like one of you is up for it and the other one, the others you like have a word you're like pineapples? Or do you just suck it up because you're like I feel bad because? Oh no, it's just yes or no. You know, consent. Like, it's <laughs> okay. just, oh, it's just, oh, it's just regular. Consent? It's just regular consent. I'm sorry. <laughs> we ain't gotta like dig deep. I had it's like, like <laughs> this whole master plan. I was like, oh, you just say no, thank yeah. you. Oh, okay. Normal no, words. No, it's not, it's not <laughs> no mind games. But really, are you sure you don't want to? <laughs> we ain't got no time for mind games in well, marriage. Here's the deal. I think even in regular relationships, and this is why I wonder, I think people who are not married, we kind of look at married life like, oh my God, what's that like? Because even in regular relationships, when you're with somebody for like a year, sometimes you know, you're looking at them and you're like, I played like I was sleeping just so I could not be bothered. And I'm like, I really oh, just want to finish this Netflix series. And I don't like, and you always know when that person's uh, feeling it because they kind of give you that vibe. Yeah. So I've played dead before, like, <laughs> yeah. and then I, and then you wait for them to give up and then you like press play on Netflix and go, oh, perfect. <laughs> but I, I think for me, like that's amazing. Being with someone <laughs> for a long time, you discover what 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 your relationship is and what your love for one another. We did these quizzes recently where it broke down love language. Yeah, I did oh, that. we did that oh, on the show. You done the show. Yeah, we did, that, I on the did show. that recently as well, oh. and I, it was super insightful because you're yeah. able to. I think you have like a different level of communication. Yeah, because your yeah. mind kind of switches. I feel like you're less judgy or you attack the person less because you're like, okay, they're just not thinking like I I'm understand. thinking. Yeah, yeah. no, yeah. you're so right. No, helpful. I did it, and I and I want everything. Like I'm like I need I need I need the gifts. You really get <laughs> ten on everything. Yeah, I was like, wow, I'm needy. <laughs> Uh, heads up, I'm a little needy in my love languages. But it was interesting, and I think that's what's missing from a lot of relationships. Because we talk about the meeting and what you wear on a first date and they'll do all that stuff. But we don't talk about, like, okay, when you meet that person, you do have that chemistry. How do you figure out that this is the right person for you and how do you bring the best out of them and how they bring the best out of you? And we don't discuss that at all. So it's great this love language stuff is coming out now, but it's like we need – I felt like I needed this in grade 7. 
with mm-hmm. my first boyfriend to be mm-hmm. like, oh, when you say this, it's what instead of like, because at maturity, of course, you're a kid, but you don't really learn until you're much older. And I think it's marriage that makes people because that's when you really have to fight for your marriage. Right. Yeah. You have to fight for your relationship. And that's when we start talking about it. And at that point to me, it's like, isn't it sometimes too late when people start to figure out like, oh, Andrew, this is what you need or oh, Nicole that's when you asked me to do this for you that's what you're really asking for I didn't get that and I think that's it's important but it's not there's not enough of it they should be teaching that in high school communication is number one yeah. I think that's like important I think as I've gotten older too it's like you come to the realization that that is so key yeah in a success and knowing how the person communicates exactly yeah like I think a lot of women think that men are too quiet and they don't talk a lot, and it's like because they communicate in different ways. But mm-hmm. I have nagged boyfriends before, and it's like, open your mouth and say Tell something. me how you yeah. feel. <laughs> I'm the only one fighting for us here, and he's like, he just doesn't communicate that way. But I didn't get that right, mm-hmm. which I'm sure made me look like a super bitch. But I'm okay no. with that. But, but within that, like with you, with you mentioning that, there's also something about masculinity, and I think mm-hmm. I think I think what masculinity teaches mm-hmm. boys at a young age is is to close off our emotions and to do those things, and like so like. I, I think it's changing, and I'm really happy it's changing. Mm-hmm. And so, like with my my older son right now, um, I read a lot of articles about like emotional intelligence mm-hmm. and just like teaching him how to be in tune with his emotion. And recently, he wasn't having a good day. Mm-hmm. He had a breakdown with my little son, mm-hmm. and he's like, "I need to go upstairs." And about 20 Aww. minutes later, I went to his room, and I'm like, "Hey, buddy, like, do you want to hang out now?" He looked at me. He was still crying. He's like, "I need to cry some more." <gasps> and then he closed, and I closed the door, and then he came back out like 20 minutes later. And he's like, "I'm ready. I'm ready to come back." And that gave me hope that, like, hopefully in the he's future, aware. as he's a partner, so aware. Yeah, first of all, as a partner, he's able first to share of all, that. Don't be uncomfortable, but I'm going to marry your son. I don't <laughs> care if I'm going to be 93 and he's going to be 18. I'm going to wait till he's legal. <laughs> or I'll just steal him from the crib because that's <laughs> the sweetest. Like, that's a testament to the parent that you are. That's oh, fantastic. Thank you. It's true. Well, my wife's a kindergarten teacher. And how old is he? He's a little guy. He's five. Yeah. Oh, wow. He's five. he's five. But, like, I, I think for me, like, I'm trying to look at maybe not the mistakes but the the things that i grew up around mm-hmm. and 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 in 20 you know we say 2019 but like 2016 2017 2018 yep. there's been a lot of uh women and people who share their stories about being in relationships mm-hmm. and 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 toxic masculinity and yeah. i think i think for a lot of men it's been a time where we re- reflect on our actions yeah and so I think that some men deny it and they say, no, that's not a thing. But I think on my end, I was like, whoa, that was totally a thing. Mm-hmm. And it's not necessarily because of, it's how I was raised. Mm-hmm. It's how my generation was yep. raised. And when you're around it, like you don't yeah. even realize it. Totally. It's, what, removed, it's what everybody you know? was doing. It's yeah. what everybody, everybody used the same language. Everybody was doing it. And it's so funny because this leads into this, this first topic that I want to talk about, this masculinity. Because this guy, this man, he enraged the internet by writing this, you know, his 12 tips on how to be a beautiful woman. This oh. killed me. All right. This now this, me. I know this list includes gems like telling ladies they should shave and wear pink. Now this guy's name, if you're looking for him and you want to harass him, <laughs> it's Alexander J. A. Cortez, and his post on Twitter went viral. Now Cortez describes himself as a uh, trainer and a writer, and titled the ridiculous list as "How to Be a Beautiful Woman," and he advises women how to be thin, able to cook, to have long hair, to wear makeup, be feminine and graceful, be fashionable, but also wear pink and be feminine. And they should also shave, which he says should go without saying. And lastly, uh, they should learn to love men and listen to men. And he finishes his list with, uh, which he shared by the way with his fifty-eight thousand followers. He follows it. He ends it by saying, "Stay classy, ladies." And it's like, the question is, do we need to punch this guy in the face? Or is he giving women the information that we've all been, like, 
women have been inundated with these types of messages our entire lives, our grandmothers, our great-grandmothers. So is he just echoing what everybody else tells women subliminally, or is this guy, does he need a reality check? I think he needs a reality check, 100%, mm. a punch in the face, like you suggested. But at the same time, <laughs> only because those are that's every single woman's insecurity yeah. called out. That is everything that now we are trying to go against to promote that. We don't need to be like that. You mm. need to love yourself no matter what. Mm-hmm. And you should love the person for who they are and so on and so forth. Yeah. This just goes against like all the progression, I, I think, anyway, that you think that yeah. you've made. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and, and, and for me, you know, on the flip side... To me, he is not being what what we, I would look at as like a gentleman. Yeah. And we look at gentlemen and ladies, and mm-hmm. we look at those traditional roles. But for me, a gentleman would n- would never say those things. Yeah. He, for me, a, a, a good partner is someone that that inspires the people around them, yeah. that elevates the people around them. And I look at like a good partner in, in improvisation. I'm from mm-hmm. the improv comedy world, yeah. and for me, it's like you never blame your partner. You look at yourself and like, how do you yes and your partner? How do you take your partner's strengths and elevate mm-hmm. them? How do you take their weaknesses and, and make them stronger? Mm-hmm. And so for me, for him to publish this list to put the Onus on the partner, I think, yeah. says a lot about his insecurity yeah. and who he is. Yeah. Um, and so I just wouldn't give him the time of day. No, and but here's the deal. I, for me, I, when I see this guy, because I always, well, my first reaction was anger. But then when I see this guy, I'm like, no, no, no. Put the anger aside and be like, why is he writing this list? Mm-hmm. And do you think he's in the majority? Do most men think this way? And then when I really sat down and thought about this list, I thought, there's a show called The Bachelor, The Bachelor and The mm-hmm. Bachelorette, where subliminally, this is exactly what we are telling women oh, all I the time. Oh, I bet they make that list in, in, to producers or the executives and this is a show they do their casting. Exactly. This is a show that is, I don't know how many seasons long, 300 seasons long, mm-hmm. millions of people, everybody, celebrity, every show. Good Morning America, George Stephanopoulos is sitting there having a conversation about The Bachelor. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. this is a huge show. And it's like, well, when I see those women, I don't really watch the show, but I've watched it. When I see those women coming out of the limo, what do they look like? Mm-hmm. They're thin. Their hair is long. They've got pretty makeup on. And it's exactly what this guy... And they listen. And when they're sitting down with these bozos, I mean, these bachelors, um, (laughs) what are they doing? They're being nice. And they're listening. And they're doing every single thing this guy said on the list. So I'm like, so is he just saying things that we already have accepted? And maybe we're not as progressed as we'd like to think. And maybe he's not wrong. And maybe we don't need to punch. We kind of go... We are progressed. Come on. Are we? I don't know. Well, I, I, think, like to, I like to think that we are. I, I, for men I like yourself. Well, like, thank you. Uh, <laughs> but I, I hope we are. And, that's, and I think that's been my, my, biggest, my biggest issue with The Bachelor and Bachelorette. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I've, I've, I've never, I think I watched one season yeah. of that show. Yeah. And I think, I, I think for me, like, I've, I've, my whole life I've kind of struggled with like, body image and body issues. Yeah. And so that, that show kind of turned me off. And I think that the tricky thing in our society is there are people who, who think this way. Mm-hmm. And there's media that puts forward these thoughts. And there is the consumers that watch this show, and we love millions of them. They Mm -hmm. love it. Yeah. And I don't want to say it's it's wrong that they do. I think we have different tolerances, and Mm -hmm. and maybe we watch a show like I think I watch Jersey Shore because this will never be my life. Yes. It's it's a it's a hot mess, right? And maybe we watch this show in in our in our in our entertainment world, but in our real world, we believe differently, and we're we're allowed to have that. Yeah. But I think the difference between uh, most reality shows is that it's just like this is just these random people at the hills or in in California or in New Jersey 
But this show, it leads to marriage. This mm. lead, There's a ring. There's a proposal. So this is the aspiration. This is what people look at like, oh, I think he's going to choose Fall her. Love this is Marriage is a big deal. And it's like, yeah. And look at what we're telling them. It's like, yeah, if you want to get that guy of your, of your dreams, this is who you have to present yourself. And let him make out with the 24 girls. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> Just as long as you're nice and you listen to him and you look really pretty and your hair is long, you're going to be okay. And I, that's why I, lo- I stopped and I'm like, how am I giving this guy a hard time when everything around me, like people want to hate on the Kardashians and the Jenners, but the Kardashians and the Jenners are just doing exactly what this guy has on his list. Yeah. Their body, their idea of slim is different because they all have like enhanced butts yeah. and whatever mm-hmm. else they've done, but they have enhanced themselves to make themselves more attractive and they're all trying to get a what? A man, yes, black yeah. men, but it's still like <laughs> that's their whole thing. And it's like, yeah, it, everywhere you look, everybody's doing the same thing and following what this guy's list says. But that's what's what kills me because I find anyway mm-hmm. the I'm saying this, I sound like an old lady. That's but okay. like the younger generation, <laughs> I say. And I know I'm like slightly a part of that. I love that Nicole's yeah. like but, twelve and she's like, <laughs> Yeah, the kids today, Jesus Christ. No, because I look at them and, and I see girls getting things done that mm-hmm. to their face or whatever. And it's just like you are too young for that. But it's like that is the new standard that's set for people. Yeah. So they feel like it, that's what I have to be. That's that's the new the new it. That's where it's really sad. So I, again, this guy's list, although annoying, I think he's just reflecting back what we tell each other all the time and everything that we do. Instagram, no. there are people who now have quit their jobs, and I know a couple of them, because yeah. they're Instagram modeling, and they have like, oh my god, I have like 22 million followers. <laughs> and that's the way they talk. And they're just showing off their beautiful bodies, and they're doing exactly what this list says. But it really comes down to happiness. Everything everything we watch, everything we do, mm-hmm. comes down to happiness, right? And if if like the people who get married on these shows are, are happy, and it doesn't seem like do they we, really are. Do we, can we talk for, like, can we yeah. be real? When I see these shows, I'm like, this is a new way of getting into acting. This is a new way of getting a hosting yeah job. I don't believe for one fucking second that any of these girls are really interested in this dude. I don't care what his story is. I don't think he's interested in in the girls. He's jumping fences. Please. This is all so that you can end up on some show or on like they want to be on Kim's Convenience and they couldn't get in the regular way. But now, and this is the worst part, the casting director of great shows would be like, yeah, but this guy he has a following because he was on The Bachelor. So let's get him on the show. How many have become like entertainment correspondents? How many many of them? them. I want to burn my journalism (laughs) degree and I'm like, well, I know. if I had known I just Same. a make out in a mansion Same. with this idiot, I'd have skipped all the schooling. But that's what's <laughs> happening. And I don't believe, I know I sound skeptical, but I'm like, how many of those marriages have lasted? There's actually been quite a few. The I will ones. say that. The what, early ones. What was his name? The firefighter in Colorado? What was his name? Oh, you're uh, asking the wrong person. Ask Nicole. Firefighter in Colorado? Ryan. What does he look like? Uh, you oh, know. Ryan and Trista. Yeah. I love them. That They're so season. cute. That was, that was the very first couple. That was the first season. one. The first yeah. marriage. Yeah. yeah. Before they realize you could turn so... it into something lucrative. So I yeah. believe them. It's yeah. kind of like yeah. Kelly Clarkson. She's the only real idol in my mind. I'm like, because yeah. after that. Whoa, it's... only real idol? I said that's it. That's a large oh, statement. Yo, that's yeah, a statement. Yeah, I said it. Yeah, I said it. That's a big statement. She's the only. Who okay? Who Carrie else? Underwood? Okay, Carrie. Fine, I'll give Carrie. Chris Daughtry. Who's that? Uh, Elliot Yamin. <laughs> Who's that? Yeah, this time. Taylor yeah, this time. Hicks. Who are these people? Taylor uh, Hicks is great. Jessica these, Sierra. Are these classmates of yours? I don't know. That's <laughs> Jessica Sierra. Now you're making up names. <laughs> no, she she's one of the she's one of the people from Idol. She had a very bad fall and 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 she ended up releasing a sex tape. Uh, oh. Yeah. I, I, I only know because <laughs> my wife and I often go through the game where like we try to just come up with random names and we say Idol contestant or random person. <laughs> I would lose that game so hard. I, I was at an event in L.A. 
in December mm. and I was like looking at someone on, on the red carpet I was like I know you and at one point I stopped they're like that's Elliot Yamin <laughs> I know everybody around you was in radio silence like who the hell all is my that? co-stars were like what are you talking about I'm like you don't remember Elliot Yamin they didn't remember exactly Elliot Yamin. that's amazing <laughs> so again I think when it's when these shows are new and it's the first winner yeah. I think those people because it's new and they're just they don't know what they're getting into but everybody after that they're like wait a second I can make money off of this yeah. who has their own show who has their own line at Walmart well if you notice too the intentions like when they go on that show are constantly questioned it's like are you here for the right reasons are you here to fall in love or are you just here to you know to what? become the next bachelor so yeah. you get this this and this that's like always the first like yeah. red yeah. flag that yeah. comes up but what out. are they gonna say although I, I would I'll watch <laughs> The Bachelor when they start getting some regular like you know the dudes that you see on Tinder uh, you don't go on Tinder but Tinder. the <laughs> random dudes who you know wear sunglasses and pose in front of monster trucks if we could get a bachelor with the random regular people you know the woman who doesn't shave and she doesn't care and one boob's bigger than the other and she's got a little bit of a muffin top and she's still got herself squeezed into that gown you put regular people on I will watch every yeah. single episode let's get some real people on with their real we issues I'm like this is divorce number Would you three ever for go me on the show? oh uh, to do what? Like to talk to them? Mm-hmm. Sure, as a contestant. Like you would be better as the Bachelorette, of course. No, I with- no, I would be horrible because I would be so uncomfortable. I would be so uncomfortable. I'd be like, you guys, I'm sure you're good in your own right, but I I don't want any of you to touch me. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get that straight. But you don't have to. Like they choose to make out with every I single know, one of them. I, you don't have to if you listen, don't want to. I'm also a television producer. I know that <laughs> yeah. behind the scenes they are they're, they're puppet masters yeah. and they get people liquored up and they keep you away from your cell phone and your family and then they start getting getting in your ear. Like I already talked to a friend who actually works on that show and he's like that's what we do we it's court kind him of off a from dream there. of mine to work on that show I'm not gonna lie not because I want to manipulate mm-hmm. people but just because I want to see the behind the oh behind I asked I have a friend who works. works on it who I can't say but he to- he gave me the whole rundown he's like we keep them away from their friends and family oh. we lock them away in a hotel oh. no phone no that's television no crazy. radio no nothing <laughs> and then we ply them without we don't we don't give them food for a while and then we ply them with alcohol we tell them oh we're going to such and such we give them alcohol so then you already have a person who's feeling a really like really off then you give them alcohol, you give them a little bit of food, and then you start saying, oh, such and such did such and such, or such and such doesn't think that you're here for the right reasons. And they incite that kind of drama. I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't. But it's, this, type of, this type of show is not new, and it's always been a, a, a thing in the media, like manipulating and like that kind of stuff. So I think like... I think we have to watch Guys, it. we're all in media and yeah. we're talking smack about it. This is I know, I think, we gotta I think keep it real. We just have to watch it with a grain of salt. <laughs> yes. And I think, I think you have to just yeah. watch it with understanding yeah. that it is entertainment. Yeah. Even though it's right. reality TV, yeah. I'm using quotation marks, yeah. you have to realize it is not real. And and so... But people um, treat it like it's real. That's what's so random. Yeah, and you know what? People find happiness in things. It's like, it's like people treat... It's my guilty pleasure. People, I like love watching it. Would I live my life like that? No. no have I had friends it. be like, you should do the show. I'm like... No, I would never do a show like that. But like, I can't help myself from watching it. But it's no different. Than, I just than... want to be in the room doing the commentating. I would oh, be yeah. good at that shit. Oh. It's no oh. different than fandom. Like, like I used to love Star Trek. I still love Star Trek. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's really no different than me seeing like you know dressing up in Star Trek cosplay and going Game of to Thrones for me. Game of Thrones, oh. right? Starting so soon. We have yeah. to we have to understand <laughs> that like that this is not real and it's something. But yeah. it it, our, it makes us happy to to enjoy it and I'm yeah. I'm cool with that. Listen, I don't want to judge people, but I just want to like highlight and be like, we can't give guys like this Alexander dude no. with his list of hard time when we at the same time watch and glorify a show that tells women the same thing there's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plush care 
PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. But let's move on. Um, I want to know, how do you guys feel about grand public gestures of love, like proposals at concerts oh. and sporting mm. events? I asked this question because mega developer Harry MacLow bought a towering billboard of him and his fiance and posted it on a Park Avenue building in New York. The portrait stands at, get this, 42 feet oh by, uh, by 24 God. feet. I saw it. And is visible oh. for blocks. Now, this guy's 82 and his his new bride, they're married They're married now. Um, she's in her 60s. She's also from France. Now, the rumor is he did this and he put this billboard specifically in this place to annoy his ex-wife. Yo, that's a petty, <laughs> that's a petty had, game. Oh, they had a bitter divorce. That's below the belt. Yeah. That is below the belt. They had a bitter divorce and this was his... Uh, way of celebrating his nuptials yeah. and also telling his wife, up yours. Like, I look how happy oh, I am. Man, and she's petty. younger. That's petty. I know, because the, the new wife is 20 years younger than the than the old wife. <laughs> right? So the new wife is 60. Yeah. The old wife was 80. 80. So that's what oh, he's flaunting? Yeah. Oh, Listen, man. everything's relative. So what do you guys... Okay, first of all, I want to talk... Uh, what, do, what do you think about... Like, would you like it if all of a sudden... If your wife had the money to do it, would you think it was a, a nice gesture if you turned around the corner and then all of a sudden and you saw this gigantic <laughs> post of the two of you looking into each other's eyes? It, it'd be... Uh, well, from what perspective? What <laughs> from perspective? yours, from yours. And my, my new wife? Yeah, yeah. My new wife did that? No, the wife her. that you have now, yeah. not the one you're going to treat. <laughs> do you, would you like that or would she like that? Would you guys do that? I don't like anything about this. Okay. <laughs> I don't like anything about it. All right. But I'm also a person where... I think I think the love you celebrate is between the person you're with, yeah, and the family you're with, and the friends you're with, and, that, and that's really it. And so I wouldn't. Uh, I think this is just petty. And if, if my wife had done that to spite her ex-boyfriend yes. or something like that, I'd be like, "Yo, I actually misjudge your character. I would judge her character." Yeah, because for someone to go through this and to do this really shows what they really value in the relationship, and mm-hmm. it's not the love; mm-hmm. it is to win. And anytime you feel that relationship is about winning, mm-hmm. I'm out. I'm not. I'm not. That's a that. solid answer, Nicole. What do you think? Answer. What do you I, think? I am not about that. Either I'm not gonna. So I'm not married, Mm -hmm. but my dream proposal is to literally just be me and and him, yeah, and him. That's it. Like even as simple as like in bed in the morning and like very like intimate and with nobody else around. Same thing. I like I think it should be between the two of you. Mm -hmm. And then after you go and you tell all your friends and family and you share that with everybody else. Um, And then the the whole getting back at the ex thing. I think if if you're set on doing something like that, if that's your intention, I also think like a part of you is probably not still over the person. I don't think you're able, that means like you still care to affect them. If you're really over someone, then you wash your hands of them and it's done. You never think of them again. You know what I mean? No, I totally agree with you because when I think about my exes, I really can't find a fuck to give. Like I really can't, like I don't wish them ill, but I'm like desperately searching for a fuck to give about what they're doing, where they are, if they'll see something, I really don't care. That being said, I'm the, (laughs) I'm going to be the petty one at the table. (laughs) 
Because I think, depending on the breakup, I've had some breakups where it's totally cool and we're like, all right, you know what, peace out, it is what it is. And then I've had some breakups where it's like, you son of a bitch. Yeah. Like, you, they have sometimes even propelled me to lose weight, be a better person, like, start something new, get something greater. Because I'm like, yeah, let me, all that energy I gave to you, I want to do. So I could see how you could easily end up in this type of bullshit, doing this nonsense. If you have, because there are divorces, my sister's a divorce lawyer, that go on for years where people yeah. are just tormenting each other. And then sometimes, you know, I've heard this, and I'm sure you guys have heard this too. People break up with each other and they'll say stuff like, you're never going to get anybody better than me. Oh, I've no heard that ever. so many times. And that kind of plant, I yeah. think those things, first of all, they're laughable. Anybody yeah. who says that, you're a giant idiot when you say that to the person because the person's looking at you like, really, this planet has billions of people and you think you're it? Yeah. So it's such a stupid thing to say. But I think when people treat each other really negatively and to kind of belittle them I think this is what breeds this type of behavior where that man probably felt like you you thought you finished me you thought you were going to take mm-hmm. me to the cleaners and now I have a beautiful young French wife mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. going to show you and I agree but with you but that's the difference if, you should do it to yourself that's what I'm saying that's what makes I agree you with you person. I think if you still have all this energy to try to make your ex jealous it says that you're not over the relationship like I wouldn't want to be the French wife because yes. I'd be sitting there going sacre bleu why is he so interested in his ex-wife and making her jealous? Yeah. But at the same time, I don't know all of the intricacies of his divorce because there are some divorces that are horrible. And maybe he, there's the people also feel like depleted at the end of a divorce. And maybe finding this new love for him was just like something he never thought he'd get. He's 82. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I agree with you. I wouldn't do it. Uh, I do or like grand gestures, though. Like, I do I like, give zero anymore. I don't I'm, care. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm gonna, exactly. <laughs> You're, it's the final hour for you. Why not go for it? Yeah. Throw up the billboard. What are you going to do? You're going to leave all your money to your new wife anyway, and it's going to spite your ex-wife? Again, all these things are horrible, but there's a little, like, petty Betty in me that's like, put the billboard up. Fuck that girl. Like, (laughs) put it up. Look happy as hell. But I think it, it, what does it say? It it shows his new wife that she's an object in this game. And I think that's the thing that, like, would, would... would make if I was her, I'd be really sad. Okay, but know? here's the deal. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. Yeah. Okay, so she he is very rich. Yeah, he's 82. Yeah, yeah. I'm just getting a visual in my head of all the age spots and shit that's going on. <laughs> She's in her 60s, right? Yeah. You have a very established man. Maybe she doesn't really care. Maybe. About, maybe she's just looking at it yeah, like she's like I'm, I'm taking re- care of. Him. I'm gonna yeah. be taken care of. Put the poster up. What do I care? You're gonna be gone in what eight years? And I'm, all of this is gonna be mine. Like you have to know that people don't always get married for love and for this mm-hmm. is the right person. They get married for security. They get married just so they don't have to die alone. And maybe she's looking at this guy like put the poster up. What do I? Care? And maybe and maybe she is. And, and I think that he was trying to hurt his ex-wife. Yeah. And and so there's three people in the mix here. But in reality, doesn't everyone who sees this billboard, everyone in this city, now think less of him? Yeah. So, like, really, like... He would annoy me. If I was in New York and I yeah. walked by this, yeah. I'd look and be like, who's this putz? Like, you know, let's say that sign costs $50,000. I'd be like, yo, that's 50K that could go to, like, Give me that. Else. No, no, no. Yeah. I'd be like, give me that 50K. I'll show you how to spend 50K. Not on this bullshit. No one even yeah. knows who you are. Yeah. So yeah. I just think that, like, like, yeah, I guess maybe he hurt her. And maybe his new wife doesn't, doesn't care. But then everyone who sees this is like, yo... What a loser. Yeah. Like, that's what yeah. everyone is thinking. I know. Man. And if you were, and here's the deal if the pettiness can get to another low, because then you never know what the ex wife, who knows what she's going to do to that billboard. People deface yeah, stuff all the time. That could yeah. be really bad. I'm not saying that I would do that. I'm just putting it out there that you don't know what her you're reaction could be. giving him ideas is what you're doing. I'm just saying there's so many things you can do to a billboard yeah. to change its message. Totally. Yeah. Definitely. And maybe. 
if she's also petty, which it sounds like they were. I just think it's a really interesting story that this is what he chose to do, and it's like, wow, you really still care. You still care. You still love. Do you your like wife. big gestures, though, Andrea? Wait, do I you do. Do, uh, do you? Yes. Wait. Let me speak into the microphone clearly. <laughs> I don't mind a big gesture. I don't mind it. I like any kind of planning. Anytime oh. a man, anytime a man takes time and comes up with something creative, I'm all about it. You want to do something? You want to like get cheerleaders? You want to put on a costume? <laughs> you want to fly out of a uh, jump out of a plane? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. If it it could be the cheesiest thing ever, but as long as I know, I look at it, I go because I'm a producer, thought, so I know how much I know it, how yeah. much work goes into productions, and I'm like. This took months of planning. I'm all for it. I spent I'm, uh, like I'm all for it. Yeah, you can I ask can me in bed that. over pancakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you wanna <laughs> put on a show, I, I'm not hating on it. I spent uh, two months planning my proposal for my wife. Really? Yeah. And I went through some different phases. I went through a bunch of phases. An early phase was uh, walking down 17th Avenue in Calgary. That's where I'm originally based out of, and having like an acapella group sing for oh us. My That's God. what I'm talking. Uh-huh. And I wanted Talk like me, I wanted like <laughs> early two thousands R and B like two, mid two thousands R and B some cute. like some boys to men yeah, stuff yeah Shoop, yeah shooby doop yeah. doop um, <laughs> I'm feeling it I'm feeling it okay maybe I'm gonna change my mind after this <laughs> yeah and then and then I, I didn't I I reached out to some groups I didn't feel like they were like they felt the vibe and then I reached out to we love uh, a singer named Hoxley Workman oh I know Hoxley uh, wonderful awesome wonderful guy. rock singer. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of the first concerts we went to together and one of the first that's times like, I, 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 like, I knew I loved her. It's gotta her. be sentimental. Do you yeah. see what I'm about talking that. about? <laughs> and then I settled on um, and the video's on YouTube and I settled on Oh my god, I wanna link. see this. Uh, and it was We Love Games Nights with our friends. Oh, um, And so we were doing a games night and we played this game called Celebrities and you put the names in a bowl. You have to get the person, your partner, to guess who's on this piece of paper. Okay. And uh, every name was her and it was things like the most beautiful girl, most beautiful woman oh in the world. Oh my god. And all those things, and then and then I I'm proposed in. to her. I want to say yes that right now to you. Really that's <laughs> you see, really that's cute. You see, that's what I'm talking cute. about. Like people say they don't awful. like it. It doesn't have to be like in front of like a million people. Mm, but just, like, and I think I realized that after the Hoxie Workman concert, yeah. I I thought about it. And I sat back and I spent like a week thinking about it, and I said. Like I said, it, I, I care more about my family and friends. Mm-hmm. And if it was in front of like a hundred strangers, I'd be like, well, who cares? Yeah. But that moment. And just all like, those... I would care. <laughs> I'm one of the strangers who's in the crowd going, this is beautiful. <laughs> and I think it's for oh some God. people. I think, But but I like I like that, uh, you know, when you say like the, the big grand gestures. And I think that for, even for me, like I, I like... I like when your partner makes them feel, makes you feel like you're loved. I like when you somebody makes a fuss about you. Yeah. I like to make maybe because I'm the type of person where I like to make a fuss about the person I'm in a relationship yeah. with. Like birthdays after like your proposal well, I'm birthdays, a big birthday person. right? Oh, and then yeah. not every birthday is going to be a big fuss. But if I'm with you, trust that I'm planning something because mm-hmm. I like to make a fuss. I just yeah. I don't know. Maybe, that's why I know some people are like, oh my god, it's so tacky to like do a proposal at a game. No, it's not. No, it's not. Not yeah. if you dance. Not if you're in the costume. Yeah. Not yeah. if you do a backflip. It's true. If and then you surprise like a, me. Th- if it comes from a thoughtful place, so even though, or if the first your first date was at a game, yeah. If your first concert and then Hoxley comes out playing, yeah, a, yeah. Like I'm like I'm fighting back tears just fucking <laughs> thinking about that. I love that because again, thoughtfulness. That's what I, that's what it is. Because those grand gestures, but if they take just a do lot it of planning, to do it, not the same thing. Well, I've heard like I just watched Amy Schumer's special on Netflix, I and she said. Mm. Uh, mm-hmm. no. <laughs> she said that her proposal her uh, her husband just kind of they were in bed and he was just like 
so you want to get so here and he handed her the ring and he was like so do I need to get on one knee and she was like not really and then they just like yeah and I know that works for them but no, I'll tell you no I'll no tell no you, okay I don't want that I don't want I do not want that and that's what I'm saying when people say <laughs> they don't want to make a fuss when I heard that story I knew for me that wouldn't cut it yeah no. that wouldn't cut it I'd I would be like say, wow here, take this go back and try again you do your proposal based on 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 your partner and what they want. what they want yes what they want and 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 for you if you want something low key if you want something big I think your partner if your partner is truly a good partner they'll know they'll, they'll, know. It, they'll, they'll know, know my love language and they yeah. know yes. I like to go like Bruno big. Mars is coming go. down from a oh, helicopter playing this <laughs> piano with the whole band yeah. the whole and they're band. dancing in the air and I still can't see him and he's in some kind of costume and then Barack Obama comes out and I'm like what's happening. Um, but yeah, so let's move on to the next one. Okay, so would you guys warn your ex's new partner about their bad ways if you had the chance, or would you just shut your mouth and let them find out on their own? I'm going to start with you, Nicole. What would you do? You okay. just dated a very unpleasant human being. I, I did. If you had a chance to talk to his new girlfriend, like maybe like the beginnings would you say, hey, look out for such and such because he does this, he does that, and he's a little aggressive? You know what? I, As much as I think I would loved, love yeah. to have done that, um, I just don't feel like it's my place, like to each his own. And everyone needs to learn. I'm the type of person anyway. I need to learn the hard way. Mm. Someone could tell me something about someone, and I won't listen to it or believe it because no. I like to give everyone a fair, fair chance, mm-hmm. fair game, uh, their impression to me. And and that's that. So I feel like even if I were to say something, I don't know, I wouldn't have that much merit. I, that's where I would come from of, of mindset. Mm. At the same time, I have had someone come tell me something. Mm-hmm. And it was after the fact, though. She didn't. It wasn't a, a pre-warn. It was an after the fact of mm-hmm. she came to me. It was so weird. She recognized me at a party. Mm-hmm. It was very strange. She was like, oh, did you date so-and-so? <laughs> We're not going to name. Did you date so-and-so? I said, yes. She's like, oh, I recognize you from Instagram. And I and she goes, it took everything in me not to warn you about him because he was an awful guy. And I said. Was she right? Yes, she was. And mm. I said, girl, I wish you told me. Yeah. <laughs> because I would have skipped you just all did, of that. But, but at you the same time, that you wouldn't have listened to I her. wouldn't have listened. I know mm. for a fact that if she told me, I would not have listened and wanted to figure it out myself. Mm. So. That, I listen, I, I think a lot of people would agree with you. Andrew, what do you think? Would you warn? Did you uh, ever date anybody not nice? Yeah, I have. Okay. And I think for me, I thought about this. Mm-hmm. I think I would, on for either either uh, men or women, I would say that I'd be cool with if you warned someone if there was a history of uh, of abuse. Mm. And I think that if, if, if someone in a previous relationship was physically harmful to you, mm-hmm. Or emotionally, in past the sense of like, this person was just like not yeah. a good, like you know, yeah. but like really like they, dangerous. They, they dangerous. They stole from you. They mm-hmm. hurt you in in ways that that mm-hmm. really is just unfair. Mm-hmm. Because like yeah, like maybe maybe that's a like part, a threat to yeah you as yeah a human. that threat to you as like, a human. Yeah. and I think we as as human beings and as friends and as people we see on Instagram, mm-hmm. we owe take we owe we owe each other the um 
the 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 care to 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 to, to make sure you're taken care of. Yeah. That you're safe. Mm-hmm. Now, if 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 you're dating one of my buddies and he's just like uh, he's got a history of like not being a good listener, just doing stupid things, I'd be like, wow, you could discover that on your own. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But uh, if I know of someone who has physically hurt other people, I think I would. And he has a police you. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I think then and then and there we have to do it. But the the truth is this, and I don't mean to down this whole conversation. No, no, no. But it's become this very real thing where like we have to be careful now that like you don't. Um, like you don't make false accusations. Yep, you don't destroy so think, someone's character. Yeah, character. So I think mm-hmm. I think you speak on your experience. You mm-hmm. can say this person to me um, did do did do these things, and that's yeah. that's all X, I want to say, and I want to leave that with you. Um, and hopefully, if you were told that, that you would listen. Mm-hmm. You know, hopefully we do listen, mm-hmm. but I still pe- think people don't. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's the only time I would be cool with it. And I have had someone ask me. They were they um, they were going to date someone that I had previously dated. Yeah. and and they're they're. There were things about her that I really didn't like, but there was also things I, I think I loved. I loved about her. Yeah, and I, I just so what'd you do? I, I said to him, "She's she's really cool. I think there's things that like didn't work out for us, but you do you do you." Okay, they had a kid mm-hmm. here, so so you know. It's too See, late but now. That's different too. If someone approaches you to ask you, yeah, yeah then, then I will. No, let, I yeah. will give you my opinion. No, but that's still <laughs> the dilemma. How much are you gonna tell? It's like, yeah. do I destroy this person or do I kind of go? Well, you know, things didn't work out for us, but it doesn't mean it can't work out for you. Because I think we can be different people, two different people. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, let's wrap this up with a quick game of reach it to my bowl. I've got some random questions here. Oh, man. Um, I'm scared of the bowl. Oh, don't be afraid of the bowl. <laughs> the bowl is good, kids. All right. So first question. This one will be... Ooh, this one will be for Nicole. Oh, lovely. She's looking at... You can't see it, but again, she's looking at me with these eyes. Okay. These burning eyes. Hit um, me. Would you ever consider following the 90-day rule? What's the 90-day rule? The 90-day... Okay, remember Steve Harvey wrote that book, to Act Like a Lady, Think Like a Man, and he said he had a 90-day rule, which is when you meet a guy, you don't give him any of the good good for 90 days. Oh, yeah! Right? Because he, you need to see who he is and where he's yeah. coming from and if he's a, of a man who's going to stick around. And if you give him the benefits too quick, he's going to take off. So you're going to make him wait for 90 days. That was a Megan Good storyline yes. in the movie. Yes. yes. Oh, yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So, okay. yes. so would you back. ever consider following the 90-day rule? Well, I'll tell you this. I've gone past the 90-day rule. I want to high-five you. just too far from you. Okay. And he's on to something. It's a thing. Okay. <laughs> Andrew, is there any and truth? I know. I'm like, is there any truth to like if you date a girl and you really like her and she's like, listen, I gotta get to know you. I I'm, I don't want to have sex with you right away. Do you mind like not giving you a hard ninety day? But she's like, let's just spend a few months just getting to know each other before we get physical because I really I'm looking for a real mm. relationship. Do you like how do you feel about a woman who does that? Um, I think it's tricky because. I feel that like if you connect with someone really well, you want to share the that rules. With the, the rules wouldn't matter. She wouldn't put this rule down. She mm-hmm. would. She would say, "I either am ready, or I would say I'm ready, or we're not ready." Mm-hmm. And so I feel that like if she had a rule, that would that to me would be this thing of like, what if she didn't tell you the rule? It was just in her head. Yeah, of just her saying like, "I oh, I just really want to wait." It just would seem. I would need to see how our physical relationship was. <laughs> yeah, you know, and in, in a way, if 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 she was blocking the physical relationship, I would start questioning like, is are we just are friends? Yeah. Like, yeah, my friend yeah. zone. Friends? You just shoved me in that friend zone, honey. Yeah, yeah. And so for me, like, I think that like, I don't. You talk about new sex. Yeah, new sex is great. Remember sex? That's just like you both feeling it. Like yeah. you just, yeah. you yeah. just like it's that moment where you're like, we both want to do this. Isn't that what we yeah. should strive for? Well, let like, me preface this. This was. 
years ago. Yeah. I was young. Yeah. Young. But um I think yeah, I get that. You know what yeah. I, mean? I get like, that. I, I love like But then new I sex. know I have friends that don't follow the 90 day rule or any kind of rule. Yeah. And it doesn't work out. So like But it's not a reflection of the relationship over like rules. Cause like the rule won't fix that relationship. No, let's like the 90 day rule you're won't right. fix a no, flawed no, relationship. It's a cute you idea, but you're right. It's the intention of really getting to know someone. Yeah. And, and I think and that's putting that's, a value on it. Totally. You know maybe, what I mean? Maybe that's something you do date two or date three. Right. You say like I, I you know, you, you say like I, I love physical touch with you, holding your hands, like snuggling, all those things kissing but but you know with sex like i'm a person maybe i'm religious or maybe i, I need to get to time, know you get to know you exactly. i think that's okay when you both have that mutual yeah. mutual understanding yeah. but when like one person poses a rule i just like the I rule i think when you say it as a rule i think it's a massive turnoff like yeah. I oh yeah girl, like, you never say it out loud i know yeah. but the way that steve <laughs> harvey presented it i think a lot of women would misinterpret and be like you're gonna have to wait yeah. 90 days before yeah. and it's like don't no no no, 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 no that's fail don't set don't it up that. i think as soon as you start setting things up as rules and games in a relationship you are losing no, i love steve harvey he's a very funny person he's yeah great. but he's also a person that would publish this list like you know he's in a dark side <laughs> no, of steve harvey. no speak on it right? it's the truth. like it's steve the truth. harvey has said some not great things <laughs> yeah and so he's an old school he's old yeah, school old. yeah and Very so I just think that, like, if we're talking about modern dating now, Steve Harvey is set in a different time. Yeah. But then so. look at all the successful relationships and generations ahead of us. Like, my parents were high school sweethearts. Oh, that's, like, so that's rare. Cute. They've been married for almost 30, 30 years. Yeah. And my grandparents, same thing. They've been married for, like, 50 plus, 60 years. Yeah. It's, like, there's something to be said then about that old school way. And because I think, yeah, I think it works. Well, it's also we. I think the pendulum has swung to the opposite end, where now because of all these like these dating apps and this hookup culture, like I talked to an eighteen-year-old just the other day, and he was like, "Nobody has a girlfriend anymore. No one does that. You meet each other on social media. Oh, you, that's so sad." And he, he oh. used words like, "Yeah, he goes, you hook up or you that's do, so you do stuff." And that's what and that's what's very interesting to listen to him. I'm like, he never remember the days when you had if you liked a girl, you had to call her parents' landline yeah. and ask. That's yeah. done. None of that. That's My like, wife and I MSN. That's so cute. Dude, you just aged yourself. <laughs> I did. She didn't have enough minutes on her cell phone, and so said, "Can you MSN right? me?" Right. You had to go to her that's parents' amazing. house to pick yeah. her up on a date. Like all of that stuff is done, and there's like a very casual attitude about sex right now. So I think Steve's book was kind of like these women were also really yeah. starving for affection and relationships because they still wanted a boyfriend and yeah. a husband. And I think his book was just kind of answering that, like, "Yo, yo, yo, pull it back. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't make the." so low that yeah. everybody can come in the yard exactly. raise it a little bit yeah. raise it a little bit that. and maybe, maybe, that. maybe you yeah. know my apologies maybe for 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 some people yeah that those are good rules to live by yeah. and maybe it works for other you know some people yeah. i just think that like if you're in a good relationship you, just, you never need rules nope. you never need the good person you're it's just feeling it you're yeah. feeling it all right so my question for you on that note my friend <laughs> Okay, so yeah. tonight when you see your wife and she gives you this piece of paper and it said the paper says choose between cuddling or sex what are you going for, my friend? Uh, tonight? Yeah. I'm, I'm choosing uh, I'm choosing sex. I, uh, <laughs> surprise, I, uh, surprise. I, 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 so I, on the way out today. Friday night, yeah. baby. Yeah. On the way out today. We're going to get After it. After this, Bountical. I'm going to get a drag outfit. Okay. Because I'm doing a drag show for the first time. <gasps> Stop. Uh, Shut yeah. up. It's a fundraiser 
for the 519, which is an organization that supports LGBTQ youth and the community. And my name is, I'm from Alberta, yeah. so we're Wild Rose Country, so my oh name my is Wild Rose oh with a Y. Oh my God, I love if you don't, <laughs> If you don't post a damn picture of yourself, there will be a picture. But then I made a comment saying like, yo, you wanna, you, what if I put on the costume tonight? And she's Stop. like, too far. No, <laughs> too far. no, cosplay. <laughs> Miss, listen, Mrs. Fung, listen to me, listen to me. Go for it, girl. Go for it. Have so fun. I I, we, have a, we have an idea of what I want. I want to really look like Britney from Toxic oh, with that body glittered that's suit. that's great. Uh, and so she's like, she, uh, she she, she also this. wants me to get it so that she can rock that outfit. <laughs> um, but I said, what if I put it on? And she's like, I'm not. She's like, she wasn't really sure about it. I'm like, I'm going to give it a try. We're going to give it a try tonight. See how far oh. we can really push this now relationship. This, no, no. You know when they talk about how do you spice up your sex life when you're made? This is <laughs> this it right is it. here. This is dress it. up. Have Talk your husband dress up like Oh, my God. In Drake, yeah. Oh, my God. I don't want to hear about the sex, but I kind of want to hear about the sex you have as Britney Spears and Toxic. But I want to thank the both of you guys for coming on my show. This was so much fun. The time flew by. Again, everybody, Nicole Servinis and Andrew Fung, you guys are awesome. Thanks and for I'm having gonna, us. This I'm going to so put up fun. a giant billboard of all three of our faces to celebrate our love, <laughs> and then our exes can eat it. Um, tell people where they can find you, Nicole. Um, on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Nicole Servinis. And Breakfast Television. And Breakfast Television every morning, Monday to Friday. <laughs> and Andrew. Yeah. We can find you on. Uh, you can find me on Kim's Convenience. A little Tuesday- show called Kim's Convenience. <laughs> Tuesdays at 8 o'clock on CBC or streaming on CBC Jam. Uh, all my social medias at Andrew Fung. And then if you want to follow my cute kids, hashtag Baby Fung, hashtag Fung Boys. I'm getting on that. Um, follow right the babies. Just know that I get first dibs on them. Anybody who's lusting after kids. And you're also on Netflix. That's how I watch your show. Yeah, we're on Netflix. Yeah, as well. you're on Netflix. That's how I watch. That's and how I catch up. I'll plug, uh, you know, we're, we're in the E1 building, and E1 was a distributor of this romantic comedy I did called Little Italy. Ooh. There you go. Oh, my God. I saw that movie. I totally yeah. saw that movie as well. That's and, awesome. And I love rom-coms. And so, so we were talking about love today and dating. I'll throw that Feeling out there. It. I play a character named Luigi, which is confusing because yes. you're like, Andrew Fung, yes. you are He's hilarious. not Italian. And oh I'm my like, God, you got to watch the movie to understand what's going on. It's yeah. amazing. Oh, my God. So good. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Friendly reminder to our listeners, subscribe to the podcast on Apple Play Podcasts, Google Play Music, and Spotify. You can buy my lovely book, Single Girl Problems, on Amazon.com. Send us any of your relationship questions or comments to singlegirlproblemspodcast at gmail.com. That's all the show. Until next time, bye! Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.